4: Follow, the, follow money. the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss
3: and Polly Howard on VCN.
5: Hey, hey, welcome aboard. Yeah, it is Follow the Money here on VCN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. In 15 minutes, Nick Kiprios is going to join the show. Former NHL player, currently on 590 The Fan up in Toronto. Uh, so much to discuss with him. And only about
3: 10 minutes to do so. Got to talk to him for an hour probably today. That station's a flamethrower. Oh, yeah. My God. They have the Maple Leafs, the Blue Jays, and the Raptors. Big time. Yeah. Okay. So how do you think they're feeling, by the way, today in that city? <laughs> Better be hungover. What do you
5: think? The, Still hungover. Yeah. The, I bet you the ratings last night in Toronto for the
3: Bruins-Panthers game had to be off the charts. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with the other tweets, too, about don't feel, you know, if you want tried to cheer people up in Boston. Number one, point to the incredible run they've had uh, in the playoffs with the other sports and to teams that, that have done so well. And then you, you weren't beating Toronto playing like that anyways with the horrible goaltending and defense. So it's right there. It's right there for Toronto. So strange how it flipped. It's right there for it's right there for Edmonton, too. No, it is. You got to survive that first round.
5: Yep. Okay, so after what Steph Curry did yesterday, a 50-spot, 50 50-piece... 50 against the Kings, and uh, that game was basically over with midway through the third quarter. I can't believe how it flipped the Kings. Well, that's what the, the Warriors have done, though. That's been their M.O. for many, many years, is that that third quarter, the halftime adjustments, they come out and they pound teams, and Looney got, like, every imaginable rebound. They couldn't hit free throws, though. That game would have been yeah. a 30-point margin of victory.
3: That's nah, too bad. Nothing better in sports than a Game 7, and that turned out to be a stinker. Game was over in the third quarter. Just bet but the under happened? in Game 7. So. Well, you also but the the under right the, yeah. um you knew you knew you had to feel good at halftime that klay thompson played like that and sacramento only had a two point lead i would have totally so agreed. then it's like oh what's going to happen here and then they can't make a shot and looney's dominating the boards and again the only reason they were in shouting distance you know it was said they were talking about on the broadcast at the time golden state's up 8 it felt like 20 Yep. But they kept missing free throws, and then the lead gets up to 10, and then just, Curry just takes over and, and sets the record for most points in a Game 7. Tough way to go out. Uh, great season for Sacramento, but it's also how they fooled you. I mean, they, they played so well in Game 6. I didn't see that coming. They go on the road and, and spank them. Uh, And going back to small ball, and then like I don't, I I thought Mike Brown lost his mind. Yeah, why did they do more of that yesterday? And why is Davis playing
5: all these minutes all of a sudden? Yeah, where'd that come from? I was so confused. It It was baffling. Yep. And I thought there was a very, this is going to get lost, and it could be nothing. But early on in the game, when the the Kings, their energy was awesome. Like they had a three-on-one break, and Fox stops, then pops back, and he clanks up. A twenty-five foot three pointer. I'm just like, dude, you guys hit an easy layup. Yeah. And it was just like, was that a catalyst of uh you know, was that a kind of a sign of things to come for the rest of the day? It turned out to be because Fox, it stinks because he was awesome and he's gonna be a first team or well, he's gonna be an all NBA player this year. And he just he had maybe the worst game, you know, national TV, game seven, everybody's watching. He put up a clunker like that. And Sabonis Actually had good numbers in the game yesterday again, but man, he he got taken to school by Looney on the glass, and you can't you just you got something's got to flip, man.
3: Yeah,
5: I, I get dirty again. Go back to being dirty. Do something more well, physical. Put put an elbow on because Looney was doing you with the elbow every single time you do the jump ball. Give it back to him a little bit. I, I don't do something diff- different. Change it up. It's a, a, a horrible second half to go out like that.
3: Yeah. Now you have to contend with Anthony Davis. So there's a big difference between Sabonis and Davis. 100%. And we'll see if uh, the Lakers can eat down low. But you just you have to love this roster and the changes that they made. I like the fact, as I mentioned earlier, that they had a different leading score every game of the Memphis series. Um, certainly it's a whole different ball game between Memphis. Memphis loves the talk. They haven't won a damn thing. And so much for uh, we don't run from the smoke. We go up the chimney. Well, you won't even talk to the media after horrible performances. And Dylan Brooks poking the bear turned out to be one of the biggest uh, biggest regrets you're ever going to find. And it might end his career with the Memphis Grizzlies as well. I can't see him bringing him back. It was Brick City. But different ballgame now going against the champs. Right. And uh, the big game experience. So... I don't know what I'm going to get out of Clay Thompson though. Too oh no, I mean, he's, was, he's not going to play like that. He, he was. She's shaky at times in this series, well, he, but he uh, can uh, be. But okay, he'll also enough. he'll also give you a 30 point quarter. Yeah, he will. Okay, so how about the other guys though, like Poole and 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 Peyton and some of these guys, you know, uh, what what are they going to do? But this is a deep Laker team with so many guys that can score, and I love the the attitude that Reeves brings. I love how well I uh, like how Russell played in a couple of those Memphis games. Can they get a little bit out of Hachimura, right? But the, the big thing is though it's a LeBron James, but he's not uh, he's not so has the foot injury too. Mm-hmm. So it's not a plus LeBron James. Hopefully the rest uh, gives him a little bit of a break. Um, but I know I just big a big miss by Sacramento that you were taken on a team that couldn't win a road game the whole year, and 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 got you twice. You lost Game Five and Game Seven at home. Yep. So. I know the Lakers would do a much better job at home than Sacramento did. I think this series could very well come down to the others,
5: though. It really could. Because you're you're asking yep. the question, like, what are you going to get from Poole? I would say completely unknown. I mean, he sure. could go for seven points Awful. in game when he might come back with 27. Awful defensively. In games, it's terrible. a total
3: zero defensively.
5: Terrible, yep. He's a cone. So a guy like that's good, will, will they, like Kaminga and Moody, do they even play? Uh-huh. If so, what will they possibly give them? Um, will they get anything out of... You know, the the other four, like, key guys who are in the starting lineup. And then it comes down to, uh, again, with Hachimura. Does Hachimura play a consistent series? Or is it going to be 22-1 in game and then three the next? I don't know that answer. But I think the other, again, like, Davis is going to... This will look entirely different for Kevon Looney than it did yesterday and throughout this series. As long as Davis stays healthy, doesn't get in foul trouble. Totally different matchup here. You would expect that LeBron's going to be... Overall, the points, rebounds, assist numbers will be solid, but I, I think Russell also would have to be kind of an unknown, right? Because I know that he played well down the stretch
3: against the Grizzlies, but he can. Yeah, who's to say he doesn't go out there and have a one for twelve? I thought the Lakers also a little bit of lost a little bit yesterday too, because they they would have attacked the rack and dominated Sacramento down low. Oh, oh, well, they would have killed them. What AD would have done? And LeBron down low. It would have been a total oh, mismatch. Oh. I mean, if Looney can do that right. and get twenty boards and, and what he did Looney was also fantastic in game three. That's another one oh, where you can't you got a gift. You're up two nothing and Draymond Green suspended. Yeah. And you got blown out. That's the one where you gotta be kicking yourselves. Um but I like they, they took care of Memphis and I didn't get a great performance, great series out of LeBron James. Yeah. That's huge. I think that's probably a a pretty good sign. Obviously, moving
5: forward here, Warriors opened up minus one thirty early yesterday on that series price. You have to lay one hundred and thirty to win one hundred. They got bet up to I think uh, the highest mark that I saw was minus one sixty five, and it has since settled back into around minus one forty five on the Warriors here against the Lakers. The champs with home court advantage are laying a dollar forty five. Wow. I mean, if you would have said this to the Lakers. Back in January or February, if you would have told them you're going to make the second round and you're going to be plus 120 to win against the Warriors on the road, I think every single person would have said, uh, okay, yeah, no problem, we'll take that. That's a great spot for us to be in. And I, I think they can absolutely win this series. I think it's, I mean, the odds are telling you it's,
3: yeah, the Warriors should be slightly fair, kind of a toss-up, kind of a pick series. Yeah, it's also LeBron James as an underdog. I rarely see that. Oh, well, well, the story, if the story go-
5: changes if they take one of these first two games on the road.
3: Uh-huh. They will be the favorites yeah. for sure. I wonder what the pace will be like. You think we'll get a frenetic pace in this one, too? I, I lean we, no. More of a half court. Game. Yeah, I think more half court. Okay. Yeah. I was watching the post-game show on uh, Sportsnet, too, Spectrum. I thought Worthy and the guys did a pretty good job, too, just trying to put this in perspective that they were 3-10. and 10. They were a laughing stock. Oh, yeah. Right? And I kept telling you, take it easy. They're trading Westbrook. is going to trade these future draft picks. And they'll... but man, it was rough. There. No, and, then, I mean... and then and then they're playing good ball. And then you know, AD got banged up. He was carrying him. Then LeBron got hurt. And then it's like, oh my God. And then they they couldn't make a shot against Minnesota. Remember, Minnesota didn't make a shot for the last six minutes of the playing. Lakers got a little bit of Miami thing going on here. Miami was this close to not even getting in this sucker. And the Lakers are in the play and It's like they're going to be playing for their lives. And, well, if they and, lost that
5: game. They would have if they win the next one. They would have been the eight. Right. Would have been the eight. And then, we'll
3: then they're look looking at the Nuggets. Game. But that's they—they they, they like their chances against Denver. I know, but that's it'd be wild if that's the uh, conference final, the Western final, right? Uh, that's in play too. But
5: well, I mean, when you were saying that, Paulie, you were confident in this team making some moves. I mean, along with that, we were pointing out might be time to buy in on the Lakers when they were awful, buying as low as possible. I mean, they were 94 or 95 to 1 to win the NBA title in January. Yeah,
3: this doesn't happen. When you have one of the worst records in the league and you win a playoff series, yeah. the Lakers are only the second team to do that. Sixth team ever to win as a seven seed and uh, uh, second team ever to win a playoff series after starting three and ten or worse. Yeah. So you saw history there uh, with what they were able to do. But, I didn't see the price. How about Russell to have the most points in game six? Oh, Ooh, great. But I'm, that guy, he can do that, though. I mean, that uh, guy can get hot. Well, he can, but he can also...
5: He can shoot you out of a game, too. He I can know. be very, very streaky with that. Right. Uh, by the way, side note, the Knicks-Heat game, which we really haven't even touched on, the point spread is telling you that Jimmy
3: Butler is not going to be playing, yeah? Knicks are six-and-a-half-point favorites? More, well, he'll just be compromised. That's a horrible job yeah. by Tibbs. That's an all-time bad coaching job. The guy can't move, and yep. you don't attack him on defense. Yep. He's standing in the corner. He's practicing his shot on the corner while the ball's in play, going through his shooting motion. Yep. He can't move, it's and also, they don't attack him once on defense.
5: I also would say the players need to recognize that, too. Oh, but it's God. on everybody. You need to know the, know the guy's hobbled, and you can take advantage of that and exploit it, and they never did. NHL with Nick Kiprios up next, uh, not only did the Leafs, win their first playoff series since 2004. Now they avoid the Bruins.
4: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
6: This is Follow the Money on vsin.
3: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings Odds every 10 minutes, so you can ch- see the changes in all the action. Check out future events as well. Check it out. Every game today, betting splits at vsin.com.
5: We'll hit the NHL here. Nick Kiprios joins the program. Longtime player in the NHL. Now on 590, the fan up in the great city of Toronto. Good morning, sir. How is that city feeling today? Not only did they win their first playoff series since 2004, then the mighty Bruins lost last night. Oh, okay. We'll try to connect with Nick here coming up in a few moments.
6: Hey guys, I'm here. Okay, Okay. you there? Yeah.
5: How's the city feeling today, Nick?
6: Uh, I think pretty good. Uh, it was uh, a, a rarity that uh, Toronto fans can sit back and, and watch two other teams beat the crap out of each other before they... It was a relaxing night for Maple Leaf fans, but uh, everything cranks up again tomorrow night.
3: How bad was it after Game 1? I'm sure the sky was falling, but what was it like, radio fans, radio, TV, media, after the the debacle of Game 1?
6: Yeah, Typical. Uh, where oh oh here we go again. Uh, but you know, I, I can only speak as an ex-player, and uh-huh. all you ever want is the opportunity to hang in there. And and I think the guys, uh, after countless amount of uh, first-round disappointments, their their skin got thicker this time around, and they were able to rebound with an equally good game in in game two against Tampa Bay, and then the resili- the resiliency set in for the Toronto Maple Leafs. At times, not the better team versus Tampa, but they Uh kept it close, even in Game 6, guys, uh, within one shot of sending it into, or Game 5, sorry, one shot away from sending it into overtime. They were close, so uh, they they put the nail in the coffin in Game 6.
3: What do you think of the play of Sam Sonoff, and if they can make a deep run moving forward if he's good enough?
6: It's it's always about goaltending this time of year. Uh, If you look back and and the Leafs, this particular core group was 0 for 10 in clinching games. Mm -hmm. And the one consistency in those 0 for 10 games was that they were outplayed 200 feet away in the other net. And for the first time, Samsonov gave the Leafs better goaltending than Vasilevsky or Carey Price. Or going back to uh, Columbus or Washington. Yes. So that that's huge, and if we can stay steady on that, then the Leafs have a very good chance to uh, to advance.
3: You were born there. Uh, have you let your mind wander and get to that place about ending the drought, not only for Canada since '93, or if God forbid, Toronto can do this and win it for the first time since '67?
6: Hey, like you said, I'm a Toronto boy. So that that vision started as early as five or six or seven years of age, oh. and uh, I got a chance to to try to, to be a part of it as a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And you know that didn't happen, but it didn't it didn't happen for uh, thousands of us who have been trying since 1967. So yeah, there's always that fantasy to uh, to envision being a part of. Uh, of a championship here and envisioning the city breaking off around Bloor street and falling in Lake Ontario. But (laughs) yes, yes. As players though, you cannot let your emotions get ahead of you. It is such a process to win a Stanley cup. I experienced it in 1994 with the Rangers who also had an incredible uh, drought of, of 50 of 54 years. So, um, one series at a time, people are awfully excited about the first-round win, but now it's time to get back to work.
3: Yep, well said. Great answer. Um, so, you can straighten me out on this, but I believe it's the most expensive ticket in hockey. Could the, the, You see the atmosphere outside the arena. I bring it up because they lost two games at home against Tampa. Is, is it too much of the corporate crowd and the, uh-oh, something bad's going to happen inside the arena?
6: You know, for the most part, um, yes, but I think things will change this this time around, and especially advancing in the second round. Hey, listen, that's a, I mean, that's a very expensive ticket here, and yes, it's owned a uh, majority of it by corporate in the lower bowls, and they've got to find a way to justify that. So that means cutting deals while you're there. But I think all bets are off, even in the corporate world. Bay Street now they turn into little kids. They're not missing, uh, mm-hmm. they're not missing minutes in, in the first five or 10 minutes to cut a deal. They, if they feel like this is turning into something special, um, then they're going to turn into that, that seven year old kid now all over mm. again. So I, ex- I expect, uh, the, uh, the atmosphere, uh, to be electric from here on end.
5: Let's follow the and, money here. And on- no,
6: no, no, they won't be going for sushi, you know, uh, <laughs> five or ten minutes
3: into the game. <laughs> <laughs> good, good
5: to know. Good to know. Nick Kirpios our guest here on Follow the Money Visa and the Betting Network. For whatever reason, the Panthers were a bad matchup for the Bruins in the regular season, what we saw again last night in a seven-game... Nick, I mean, the Bruins lost seven games at home all year long. They lost three at home against the Panthers in that series alone. So how do the Leafs match up overall with this Panthers team and the way they're playing right now?
6: Well, they, they matched up well during the regular yep. season, but this is not the same team. Um, you know, in many ways, I, I would think that Florida actually comes in a little more dangerous than Boston would have if they would have scored an overtime goal. Much like Tampa, we saw holes in the first round uh, that uh, that led to believe that uh, the Boston Bruins were human. Uh, but what Florida has going right now is a, is a strong belief and a work ethic uh, that makes them very, very dangerous here. And it's led by Matthew Kachuk, and we saw that with Sam Bennett on the game-winning goal. Uh, there, there's a strong belief here. All bets are off. Hmm. I expect this to be a very close, hard-fought series uh, in round two.
3: What did you make of the goalie change in game seven? And was it too late? Would you have made it sooner?
6: Well, listen, hindsight's twenty-twenty, but... Both those guys had exceptional regular seasons. Yeah. I don't think it was that big of a deal. And yes, uh, the game-tying goal was was not great on Swayman's part. But there were holes in the Boston Bruins in front of him. Like I said, we didn't see all season long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think uh, Coach Montgomery said that uh, he used the term punting the puck away. And I, that's the first thing I noticed last night. Is why is the why are the Boston Bruins giving up the puck so easily and turning it over, and uh, that that's not on Swayman. Again, yes, you can debate a lot of things, including, including all Mark to Swayman, but uh, I start with a, a few more guys up front.
3: Uh, you played a long time. You're a tough guy. What do you what do you think of the officiating?
6: I think about uh, the officiating like I do every year. That uh, somehow, some way, everybody thinks that they're getting screwed over, and at the end of the day, it finds a way to hopefully balance that out. Uh, but it, it is what it is. If you want to go to video more on on, on more things, um, I don't think that's the, the best thing for our game or the best look for our game. Right. Um, but some. But somehow, some way, I really believe that once you present the Stanley cup, it goes to the team that deserves it the most, not the one that got the best breaks from the officials.
5: Okay. Well said. Uh, Hey, Nick, can you possibly, let's get way ahead of ourselves here for one second. Can you possibly even imagine what it's going to look like if for Canada, if we get maple leafs and Oilers for the whole thing?
6: Yeah. I'm not sure if if Gary Bettman or ESPN or TNT will be too happy. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's, that's the, that's the vision up here. A lot of people felt the momentum of uh, the Oilers and, and the Leafs at the end of the season. A lot of people talked about uh, a potential Stanley Cup final. Of course, we have not had a Stanley Cup championship since the Montreal Canadiens in 1993. Uh, but it, it would be awfully special here. And, of course, I, I worked 20 years for uh, the company that, uh, that has all the TV rights here at uh, Rogers Sportsnet, and it's been a tough battle uh, every t- every uh, season since they've had the national rights uh, to get a good run by a, a Canadian team. Of course, Montreal uh, uh, came close, mm-hmm. but boy, this would be real special for Canadians, no question about it.
5: Yeah, well, we're pulling for it, it to happen. It would uh, The scene, scenes would be amazing outside both those cities, obviously. Uh, And Nick, thanks so much for the time today and the uh, perspective. We really appreciate that.
6: Hey, anytime, guys. Have a great second round. You got it. Great Great job.
5: Former NHL player, currently on uh, 590 The Fan in Toronto,
3: Nick Kiprios. Great uh, great job by him pointing out uh, what it means to Toronto and also the replay. Gets lost in this. The hand pass at Game 6 was a disgrace in the Boston game. That's an absolute disgrace. That's reviewable. And a guy who's trying to pass the puck, it touched his glove, his (laughs) finger. And it wiped away a goal in a Boston lead. That is so bad that they called that. And then Ajo for Carolina can grab the puck, put it down, and shoot it in. And it counts. Do you concur
5: is up next when a total is this high? You need to bet the under on principle.
3: This is Follow the Money on v DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. And during the playoffs, all customers can get a no sweat bet on any same game NBA parlay when you opt in. Use code VESAN when you sign up. Going to be 21. DraftKings.com for full details.
0: Question. The question. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it over when the
4: Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? And what kind of hair product does Mitch Moss use? But follow the money wants to know. Do you concur? Concur. What, sir? Do you concur?
2: Paul
5: Howard, this is a statement, not a question. Steph Curry
3: needs to be discussed on the same level as LeBron James. Do you concur? No. All time great, yes. But uh, I have to look at defensively. Well, I have he's to... good defender. Good defender. Well, not I... G- gets lost. I don't think so. Uh, um, Also, blown a 3 1 series lead and the supporting cast, also. LeBron was on some terrible teams, the supporting cast, I'll say, uh, and carried those teams in Cleveland. Yes, it was the Eastern Conference and the JV at the time. Plus, the fact that he, what did he make? He went to the finals nine years in a row, eight years in a row. Um, An all time great, yeah, but I would go Jordan, LeBron, and then there'll be a little bit of a gap before you get to curry. Hey. Steph Curry is the best offensive player in the history
5: of the game period.
3: That's yeah, sure, no I'm, doubt. I'm, yeah no yeah.
5: No, that's again that's 10 years old now. That's so What's 2016. It? He's the best offensive player in the history of the game. He has changed basketball. Michael Jordan changed basketball. Yeah. Unlike anybody, Steph Curry's actually elevated that because he completely changed the game now and how teams he changed the entire yeah. sport. And now everybody who is 5 foot 11, six foot 2 Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, he's 6'3", dominating games, scoring 50 in a game seven. This guy's unbelievable. He, Kevon Looney was the second-best player in the series for the Warriors. Are you kidding me? Yep. The, the, the guy is, and I know this is going to turn into, is he the best point guard of all time? You're telling me that you're going to make uh, an all-time starting five and Steph Curry's not going to be on that? Somehow, way, he can't fit into one of the guard spots? It's tough for me to envision the three-point shot completely. Just he took a wrecking ball to the league and has for a decade now.
3: And the range, but yeah, unlimited range. I don't know how they lost him on the uh, out of bounds on the inbounds. No. What two seconds left on the shot clock? T- terrible. H- how many times in history have we seen guys get picked up at half
5: court consistently? Uh-huh. Double teamed. Not very often. Guy's been
3: absurd. He's had a lot of bad playoff games though. Coming uh, around. Early but, on, it was bad. But, yep. Yes, yes, but yep. certainly no doubt about it. Changed the game in the best shooter of all
5: time. No all right. doubt about that. The best one-two combo remaining in the NBA playoffs is
3: Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, do you concur? No. Davis and LeBron, well, oh, it's not healthy. Boy. I go, when healthy, Davis and LeBron. That's I a question mark, it, though, I think. It's tough. They're still they're sloppy with the ball. Jalen Brown doesn't have good handles, and they are—they turn the ball over way too much. And you saw what happened last year. Don't tell me it's going to be a rematch. I know you brought that up last week. Whew. Golden State-Boston won't be going round two. But they should have won that series. But they got sloppy with the ball. Oh, it boy. actually, the correct answer might be Durant and Booker.
5: But they don't have any help.
3: Yeah. But when these two guys well, are on... Yeah, that, wow. yeah, I could see that too, but that's... What what if we get God? It's tough. Well, I know we're going to kick around a bunch of combos here now. I think it's LeBron AD, but the when they're healthy, I don't. But it's, See, I don't. That's a big if. 80's never AD's been unbelievable this year. He it, it did disappear in one game against Memphis, but if those guys are healthy, that's a big if. I could go those with those those two guys because they can take you inside and they can take you outside. You know who? It and could get be to the line at will. It could be if we get playoff Jamal or bubble play uh, Jamal Murray. Could be Jokic and Murray. Yeah. Could I, be yeah. But it's also all you want to break it down because Joker can't guard you. But um, it's tough. That's a tough call. All right. The President's Trophy jinx is real, and it is spectacular. Yes, you concur? it is. A thousand percent. Yes, it is. Why does this keep happening? How can you be the best team? And sometimes it's not even close. The Tampa thing was, was ridiculous. They couldn't even win a game. Yeah. They got swept. They were so good. And now Boston gets bounced in the first round, and they blow a 3-1 series lead. And, and it was also what happened defensively, and you couldn't even slow down floor. It's one thing if you tell me uh, Lyon or Bobrovsky would stand on their head. You can steal a series with a goal. goal is so important. They, got, they lost high-scoring games. They scored five goals and got beat in game six. They scored three goals. Four goals should be enough. And it wasn't, other than game one. I, I can't believe it. But, yeah, absolutely, it's real. And now it's like to the point where you don't even want it. You no, don't want to be the the number one, the President's Trophy Actually, winner. Bill Barnwell from ESPN
5: had a good tweet on this. He goes, we're very close to having teams punt in the final month yeah, of the sure season. Right. Yeah, this how avoid, bad has been. Yeah. I mean... Yes, no, no, you, you brought the... Like, is Elmock hurt? What was wrong? What was the issue there? You have a runaway winner for the Vesna, who was unplayable. Yep. For the best team in the history of the sport in the regular season, and they were yep. so good defensively. Yep. And, and this... By the way, it's the NHL playoffs. It doesn't usually flip like this. It usually becomes... More defensive-minded and even lower-scoring; those games were bonkers.
3: Yeah. How many goals are getting scored? Yeah. Interesting take from Kiprios that they might have been better off playing Boston. They were so bad. Oh, how about that? Because Toronto can score and they have a great power play. Uh, there are too many upsets in the NHL playoffs. Do you concur? No, I, I don't. I don't concur with that because Colorado I like... went down to the defending yeah. champs, got not scored one goal at
5: home. I haven't even mentioned that yet. Uh, I like it. It's like the March Madness thing, right? Maybe eventually later on in the playoffs it becomes uh, an issue because you don't eventually see the best teams playing then. Like March Madness, all these upsets are great early, but it's kind of bad for the sport and for the event later on. But no, early on, I think it's. I think this is what makes the, the playoff hockey so special. And well, do you do you have the closing price for the Bruins series top of your head when, before it started? It like $350, 330 Yeah, in that neighborhood. Three thirty. I can yeah. think about this. Yeah. The best team in the history of the regular season of the sport, they were laying three fifty. You have a team in the second round of the NBA playoffs laying five dollars. You have these favorites in the NBA that are 10 dollars before the series starts. It's the NHL. It's yep. like it just—it There was a what a forty-plus point difference between the regular season totals with the Bruins and the Panthers, and the team that needed games late just to make the playoffs got them. Yep. Oh God. Yep. A major league baseball total of twenty. <laughs> Needs to be under, uh, needs to be bet under on
3: principle. Do you concur? Uh, no, not after Saturday. No. 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 Did you see all the bias? Buy- I couldn't believe what happened. I bet yesterday over two had to. I mean, after how the ball was flying out of there, the Soto and Tatis home runs were just ridiculous. The Soto one, it's like he's in a routine fly ball to center. Oh, that's uh-huh. gone. And the Tatis oppo, it was only, I think only hit 310. But what were the 12 home runs in that game? Something like that? Oh, yeah. Of uh, the Saturday game? Paul, Fourteen eleven, 14-11 the, and then... Uh, uh. The, the yes-no run in
5: the first inning. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. The, the no was plus 215 at one point. Yep, yep. The yes, I think, was as high as minus 250 for running uh-huh. the first inning. Like, it was only a two-game series, which is unfortunate because I... Well, how do you think... I, I would love to see this play out, like, over a month or over a seven-game series, all games in Mexico, just to see where the, te- the totals oh, will settle. Oh, my
3: God. A full season? Someone would hit 80 home runs. Probably. You, that, I, I don't think that, that, that's far off, actually. Yeah. Oh, the ball travels. Um, do you concur? Greek Freak should not have been celebrated for his answer to the question, do you consider this season a failure instead of being celebrated? What are your thoughts? No, oh, I like the answer. Gave, gave us a perspective. I think it's refreshing when
5: European players talk the way they do, because we don't usually get that from American-born players here, where it's a totally different ballgame. They grow up AAU, and it's like you know, I've got to be so competitive. If you're not, you looked at like Ben Simmons for him to come over and actually give any, I think he went from the cuff too. Cause he kind of made it look like he did. And it's like, he's asking the guy who asked him the question about being a failure. And he's like, do you get promoted every single year? What, what are you doing for Then if you don't, if you don't make more money the next year, is it a failure for you? I thought he actually gave some, gave some well thought out answers no. that happened to
3: be on the spot. That it was good. At the end, it was horrible. Uh, he's completely wrong. But, he, you know, how he got there, not bad. But I, apparently the guy asked him the same question last year. Right, yeah. You were the, you had the best record in the league, and you got beat in five games yeah, by an eight seed. Uh, it's not a failure. It's an unmitigated disaster. Yeah, it's I, what it, I, I, I disagree Michael with that part of it, yeah. Uh, if Michael Jordan got bounced in the first round, what do you think he would say? I mean, come on. Ask the Boston, as I tweeted, ask the Boston Bruins if this season was a failure.
5: Yeah. Well, actually, Michael Jordan came out when he got beat in the playoffs before, and he did kind of say the same thing. He did. Like Tom Habistro went back and found all the quotes and was tweeting it out. Come on. I will say this though. If you go back and look again at the bubble year, so 2021 uh, and everybody was hurt and they won that championship by default. Now they were awesome. I mean, some of the stuff that he did in the finals, it was great. Uh, I think it needs to be talked about a little bit more the epic disasters by the Bucks in the playoffs. Well
3: done. With Budenholzer and Giannis. Here's your window. Your window's closed. They, they're the oldest you're team the in the NBA. You're the one two seed every year. You yep. can't, you're not going anywhere. Uh-huh. You blew the 2-0 series lead to Toronto in the conference finals. You could... They get a pass because they won the championship. Yes, which was a fluke, though. Uh, other than
5: that, it's been, Everyone I'm sorry, yep. this four or five-year run has been a failure. Uh, up next, the Rays, uh, Rays cash at 14-1 to 1. For the most wins in april which team will have the most wins in may odds are up on it you can bet on it we'll discuss the numbers coming up next year and follow the money it's visa the sports betting network
4: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler.
1: Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stones' hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list.
3: DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. And during the playoffs, all customers can get a no-sweat bet on any NBA same-game parlay when you opt in. Got to be 21. Voidware prohibited. Code VEASAN when you sign up. Code vison DraftKings.com for full details.
5: A little baseball here. Thank you to the Tampa Bay Rays. They came through with uh, flying colors. And Defendive, you uh, grabbed it when we talked about this back in March. To have the most wins in March slash April. At 14-1, to 1, that is a winner. And you know what? Tip of the cap to Chris Bennett, who does all the baseball numbers here at Circus Sports. I've never seen this before. He's now offering most wins in the month of
3: May. Great job. How about that? Did have we have a 13-run pool winner yet? Tampa could have won it the other day, but they scored in the ninth inning. They had exactly 13 have, runs to cap God, it off. And, I love that prop. Okay, so... Done but, it at a bar, many bars across the country.
5: By the way, I, I will not be betting on the... On the Rays, had the most wins in May. Here's why. Now, this does not, for the record, this does not include any wins that they have so far. It's only for the month of May. They get three with Pittsburgh beginning tomorrow. Second most wins in all of Major League Baseball. They then get three with the Yankees, believe it or not. Right now, in last last
3: place. place. (laughs) What? They're in last place. The Rays then get (laughs) three at
5: Baltimore, four more at the Yankees, three at the Mets, three with the Brewers, four with the Blue Jays, Three with the Dodgers and then three at the Cubs. That is murderer's row for May. In fact, maybe the angle here, now is when you might, you might want to come in on the Rays win total under. The adjusted prices that books will put up, that might be one way to approach it. Uh, I also, the the Steelers, Steelers, the Pirates really have a difficult schedule. They're 60 to one to have the most wins in May here. In fact, they're plus 330 to make the playoffs right now.
3: How about Chad? Cool, did it again. Yeah, he got roughed up. Yeah, he's allowed three earned runs or more in 17 of his last 18 starts, and they got him good in that doubleheader. Uh, I was thinking two teams here. Okay, with the prices, a great prop. Texas, a little bit of the schedule, but Texas is good. Imagine Texas—the record they would have if they had a bullpen. I mean, they blew that whole series against Cincinnati. That's right. This team should be 10, 10 games over 500 at least, and then maybe Arizona. Gallon on a great run again take a look at Arizona. You could also, if you want to throw in, like, maybe the Padres or the Dodgers. Uh, on, on, at what point do they take off and maybe they get hot? But uh, to me, I, I look at Arizona and Texas because I don't want to give up, you know, the Braves would be too chalky uh, in yeah. that room. But I, I think Texas is good. It's a doable schedule. Uh, and you have to be impressed by their offense, even though with the DeGrom injury. But, you know, finish a game. Get some people out with that bullpen and and you'd have 20
5: wins at least. Yeah, I do like, I mean, based on the number, the Rangers number does look kind of appealing. They're plus 3250. They get five games at Oakland. They have three against the Rockies, three games at the Tigers. So that's 11 games out of the month for them. Ah, but the DeGrom injury. Yeah, he heads to the IL. So you take him out of that starting rotation. It's like, well, he's not going to go every fifth day. So he would, you know, in theory, get five or six starts this month. Mm, You know, hence, hence the plus 3250. I also believe it or not. And there's a reason why the White Sox are at plus 2750. Even though they have, they finally won a game yesterday and it took a miracle against the Rays. But the White Sox schedule, Paulie, they get three at the Reds, seven against the Royals and four at Detroit. That's 14 games this month. Against uh three yep. of the worst teams in all of Major League Baseball. Okay. Uh, and as for your Diamondbacks yep. bet two, they're plus ten fifty. That's it? Wow, that's that's the problem. That's probably one. Uh, but, but look listen to this with the schedule. Yeah. Three against the Nats, three against the Marlins, four against the Giants, three at the A's, three at the Rockies. That's half the month right there. And I, I included the Marlins, which is probably unfair because what are they? Three games above five hundred? Yeah. I think. Uh in uh, fact, I wrote down the Marlins as a team because they're in the 30-to-1 range as well. They have three against the Reds, Nets, Giants, Rockies, and Angels as well.
3: Could you get nuts? It's really getting nuts because it's difficult, but how about the Phillies? Harper could come back tomorrow. The Phillies are really playing well, and the pitching's been fantastic. They've won 7-to-9. Yeah, He comes back. That's because you, know, you get enough offense. I mean, I'm pleasantly surprised how well they've been. I mean, they got off to that horrible start, too. Yep. So oh, okay. now above
5: 500? Okay, let me run down their schedule and I will follow that with their price to see if it makes sense for you. Today begins a three game set at the Dodgers. They come back home. They get the Red Sox. They get two against the Blue Jays. Then a road trip out to Colorado and San Francisco, back home to the Cubs, Diamondbacks, Atlanta, and at the Mets. That's too tough. 85 to one, though. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm out. It's too tough of a schedule? Yeah. Okay too difficult. The Astros are 7 to 1 most most wins in the month of May. 3 against the Giants, 3 at Seattle, Angels, White Sox, and then 6 against the A's.
3: Yeah, that's big.
5: Uh that's huge. Also, did you like the Mets, they're 6 to 1. When are these guys coming
3: back? Uh that's a great question, What's going Paul? on? They didn't know they didn't announce they were throwing today in the doubleheader. Braves are 1-9 at 10 on the road, by the way. Uh but um yeah, Scherzer was supposed to start, then he got pushed back and was supposed to be Verlander at some point. I right. Mean, come on. Like, if you told me
5: for sure they're going to come back and be okay for the whole month, again, it's only 6-1. to one, Yeah. But the Mets get three at Detroit, three against the Rockies, three at the Reds, four at the Nets, and three at the Rockies. Oh, God. That's uh, a very manageable schedule for the Mets, hence they're only 6-1. to one. And yeah, okay. the, the Cardinals actually, boy, oh, boy, look at the standings in that division. It's, it has not been pretty for that team, but the Cardinals get the Angels, the Tigers, they're at the Red Sox for at the Reds two versus the Royals. Again, trying to find teams with schedules that are uh, somewhat easy. I, I was hoping one team would have like 10 against the Ace, and then they'd be like even money. They have the most wins. And so I don't know who I'm going to bet yet. The conclusion, it's difficult. It really is. I might take a flyer on the Marlins. At plus 3250 three against the Reds three against wow. the Nats, Giants Rockies and the Angels that's your big boy it's okay. a it's a it's a, it's a doable that schedule's doable yeah and, and ah, man the, the the Rangers are a little enticing too they are got to be even though the Garam thing popped up so that's at circa for those of you who are going to be in Las Vegas if you live here or in the other states where they offer sports betting and again I just maybe they'll do that all year long maybe they'll do that in June July August uh for all of them Really cool. Sure, he will.
3: Like anything today.
5: Well, are you hold? On, are you buying the Pirates, by the way, yet? At plus three
3: thirty well, to make the playoffs. They can hit. But a great story. They can, no doubt about it. Yeah, that's uh, why not. They could get in there. But this is the standings are upside down. Look at Baltimore. Baltimore's nineteen and nine. Yeah. Texas is in first place, even with the bad bullpen. The Yankees aren't last. They've lost seven of ten. Your boy Barrios goes today against Kluber. I'd have to look at that. Give me the Blue Jays. I know it's shorting, but I don't know if it's better the over. Kluber actually had a good start his last time out. First time that's happened in months. Yep. But they are Toronto went sixteen and three against Boston last year. Oh, that's right. They start a nine game road trip now. Yeah, sixteen and three. So suddenly we're going to be okay with Lane. look up uh, Barrios no dollar fifty. Yeah. But this guy's been awful, though Kluber. No, just, he's been he just had yeah. the one good start. But that's yeah. And again, but the Red Sox playing these these ton of the, all these overs. Uh, last check, will we checked that last week Wednesday, Thursday? They're number one. They are for yeah, most still. overs. So figure maybe nine and a half the way to go to tonight.
5: Well, to your point on like who are the Mets going to be trotting out there pitching? Oh, at the double header. I know. Yeah, is it? Uh, I'm seeing Reyes Ma-
3: Reyes and McGill. You with the double header, yeah.
5: Yep. So Reyes goes in game one. I mean, think about this. The Mets are at home. And Spencer Strider is minus he says oh my God, he's almost two seventy. What? Yeah.
3: Oh my God.
5: <laughs> well, he's he's down to two to one to win the NL Cy oh, Young. Oh man. Today's May
3: first. Guy's been lights out. Eleven and two on the road. Average at home. That's backwards. But Mets sixteenth uh, in ERA, Braves top four. My God, that's wow. a big price. I mean, sh- shop around.
5: Here at Circa, Strider is minus two thirty seven. At William Hill and Caesars, he's minus two sixty seven. A thirty cent difference in that contest today. Wow. Yeah, the other one is McGill. You're right with that too. And Morton in that game is about well, it's he's about a buck ten. Charlie Morton, good mm. his last start too. Short card today. I don't know, man. Can what if what if Blake Snell is awful again today for the Padres at home against the Reds? He's laying two thirty.
3: Wouldn't be surprised. He's yeah. been
5: terrible. Yeah. had a really bad April. Well, that's who. Uh, yeah, and, and now that's
3: what he is. no. I know, and so he's laying two thirty in that game. How about the pop and circumstance in Mexico City? Now you come back. I did come get the back. Reds. Yeah. Bit of a letdown. They're wearing the sombreros. They're having a good time. It's home run derby. Now you got to get ready for the Reds. Oh, uh, That might be the, the Reds' first five or something like that might be worth a play.
5: That's a huge number to lay with Blake Snell. Uh-huh. Up next, how about some series prices and props in the NBA playoffs? We'll discuss it coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.